This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, April 27th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. California loses a seat. Newsom recall vote confirmed. Vilsack's plan for research agencies. California to lose a congressional seat as Newsom faces recall. Two major questions for California's futures were answered yesterday after months of speculation and suspense. The delayed 2020 census data has indeed led to one less seat in Congress for the state, joining several other states with shrinking populations. Along with less influence in California, the state will see less federal aid, which is determined by population. The political impact will likely be felt most in Los Angeles County, where the 25th district could consolidate into a more liberal stronghold, according to the Los Angeles Times. Yet redrawing district boundaries could also have repercussions for the Central Valley, where Republicans have been losing ground for years. The other major announcement yesterday was that the threshold has been met to trigger a recall election for Governor Gavin Newsom. The proponents have exceeded the 1.5 million signatures needed to qualify for the ballot. The Newsom campaign now has 30 days to try to convince those voters to withdraw their names from the petition and lower the overall count. Second season of AgriPulse Deep Dive focuses on biofuels. AgriPulse investigates how the biofuels industry has changed and where it's headed as a part of season two of the Deep Dive podcast series. The renewable fuels industry has a strong impact on farmers, rural communities, and almost all consumers who fuel up with at least 10% ethanol in their gasoline tanks, according to AgriPulse editor Sarah Wyatt. As farmers across the country are planting corn and soybeans, much of which will be processed into renewable fuels, we thought it was timely and informative to look at how this industry has grown over the last few decades and the challenges it faces in the future, especially with the Biden administration's push for electric vehicles. The in-depth look at renewable fuels is sponsored by the National Corn Growers Association and low-carbon corn-based ethanol. Vilsack slams critics for claiming Biden wants to cut meat consumption. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack yesterday denied there is any effort by President Joe Biden to reduce meat consumption in order to meet the new U.S. pledge to slash greenhouse gas emissions. There is no effort designed to limit people's intake of beef coming out of President Biden's White House or coming out of the USDA, Vilsack told members of the North American Agriculture Journalists. In the political world, games get played and issues are injected into conversations knowing full well that there's not a factual basis for the issues, but also knowing that somebody is going to pick it up and somebody is going to ask about it. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Vilsack restructuring research staffing. Vilsack says he isn't going to move two USDA research agencies back to the nation's capital from Kansas City. But he is looking to divide new agency personnel between the two regions. The Trump administration moved the Economic Research Service and the National Institute of Food and Agriculture to Kansas City in 2019. 
Bill Sack told the ag journalists that there is, quote, an aggressive effort underway to refill vacant research positions and that the new hires will fill a mix of positions in Kansas City and in the Washington area. Don't miss this. You can read our report at agripulse.com on Vilsack defending President Joe Biden against claims that he wants to slash meat consumption. WTO spurs members to speed up ag trade reform. Members of the Rural Trade Organization only have until November to come up with an agreement on how to improve international ag trade for the 12th Ministerial Conference. But it's unclear if the diverse group of nations can coalesce around substantial reform. Gloria Peralta, the head of Ag Talks with the WTO, suggested yesterday that a concrete proposal to increase transparency by nations would suffice. But that idea got some pushback. Our credibility at the WTO depends on delivering meaningful outcomes for agriculture at MC12, the New Zealand representative said. Some countries insist that nothing less than substantial reform to cut trade-distorting subsidies for farmers, especially for cotton producers, is necessary, according to Geneva officials. The United States, which has sharply increased domestic farm supports in recent years, says sticking to an agreement that improves transparency, especially on import safeguards, is a more realistic goal, the officials said. Here's today's He Said It. California has before it an opportunity to indeed change the wildfire paradigm. That Butte County rancher Dave Daly and an op-ed for the Sacramento Bee urging policymakers to fund grazing to reduce fuel load. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, April 27th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.